Hello, hello, aloha and welcome. My name is Magdalena and this is another episode of A Touchful Podcast. I almost want to say a long time no see, but it doesn't make much sense, so maybe I should say long time no hear, because uh, Touchful Podcast was on a break, was on a vacation, um, so it, it was. it's more than a month, I think, since the last episode, quite a long break, but it's because June was... Um, a very special month for me, a little bit different than um, than how my usual work is. Mm, and I want to tell you a little bit about how June was for me. It will be partly topic of this um, of this episode. But for now, I just want to tell you a funny thing that um, so I was abroad um, for the whole month of June. I was first in Poland and then in Switzerland. And when I came back home to Iceland. I got questions from my clients and from my friends. They were asking me like, yeah, how was your vacation? And I was like, what? I was not on vacation. Like June was the most intense, lomi lomi month, I think, of my life. First, I was teaching uh, lomi lomi to a group of people in Poland. It was my first such a deep, intense group training. Then I had just a couple of days off to spend them with my family and friends in Poland. And then I traveled to Switzerland to learn more Lomi on a super duper beautiful, deep, intense, wholesome, amazing retreat that I took part in. And uh, And then at the beginning of July, I was back to Iceland and kind of like back to my regular rhythm of life, of um, massaging, getting my clients on my massage bench, of producing content, and I wanted to go back to recording, to recording Touchful Podcast. But then an interesting thing happened. I want to give you a little bit of this um, behind-the-scenes story with the podcast before I move to today's topic, which is that Lomi Lomi is more than a massage from a perspective of givers and receivers of Lomi. But before I move into that topic, um, I want to give you a little bit of behind the scenes with with this episode. Um, Because this whole podcast, I keep saying this every now and then in the episodes, that this whole podcast project is like a big experiment for me to just check how I want to share my, my thoughts and my insights about Lomi and life with the world and how I want to do it my way. And um, I noticed that after taking such a long break from recording, so I used to do it quite quite regularly, there were podcasts coming every week or every two weeks, and then I had this long five weeks break, and I noticed that it's it was so hard for me to actually motivate myself to record another episode, even though the topic that I have for you today is such a beautiful one and I'm so excited to share this and I have so many insights and thoughts and stories that I want to share with you, my stories but also your stories. So the the topic itself was so exciting for me but somehow I just couldn't push myself into doing it, you know, taking out the microphone, plugging it in, checking all the equipment, da 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 da, da and just preparing a little bit of a um, uh, script and just starting to record. And then I realized that I was waiting for motivation 
simply that's what I was doing I was just doing lots of preparation in hope that you know I will finally get motivated and I will record that episode and that was not happening and then I realized and I remembered that motivation is the result of action and that action leads to motivation action comes before motivation not the other way around and so many times in my life with so many things so many different projects both private projects and work projects i got tricked into waiting for this perfect moment waiting for the motivation and sometimes it comes and sometimes it doesn't but it sort of doesn't matter because then i i always realize that it's not about motivation it's simply about taking action and then it leads to me feeling motivated to actually do it and this is exactly what is happening right now with every word that i share with you that's why this intro is also so long <laughs> but if you've been hanging without with me uh, for some time then you know that i tend to have these long warm-ups in my uh, in my episodes so it's one of the reasons why this intro is so long because i get more and more motivated to keep talking to keep doing this with every word that I share with every minute of this podcast because action comes first Uh, and I'm saying this to remind it to myself but I'm also saying this because maybe you need to hear this today that you don't need to always wait for motivation for whatever you want to do you don't need to wait for a perfect moment you just simply need to take an action and then the motivation it's quite likely that it will come from this. I have like the I have I have this experience with, you know, playing the ukulele or learning Icelandic or doing this podcast with so many things that instead of waiting for uh, you to feel perfectly motivated, just 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 take an action, just take this one step. All right, enough of this super lengthy but hopefully valuable uh, intro. <laughs> Um, and if you happen to be here for the first time, if this is your first episode, then I want to say aloha, welcome to the family. My name is Magdalena, I'm a practitioner and teacher of Hawaiian healing modality, Hawaiian bodywork, Hawaiian massage, that is called Lami Lami. And this podcast is my way to share my thoughts, my insights about Lomi and about life. Because, and this will be also something that I will be mentioning quite a lot probably in today's episode, that Lomi to me, it's not my job. It's not my job. It's not something that I do from nine to five. It's a way of life. And in that sense, for me, it is so much more than a massage. And that's how this whole idea for this episode started with this whole month of June, which was so full of Lomi, of me teaching, of me learning more Lomi, meeting lots of Lomi practitioners, meeting people who just start this path and it was their first Lomi training that they were either taking with me when I was teaching or later when I was learning, I met some people who were just taking first steps on the Lomi path. So this whole month of June was just so full of Lomi, Lomi everywhere, Lomi here, Lomi there. I even gave um, a couple of private sessions when I was in Poland, which I rarely do. And that whole month, it really, I feel like it really put me into pieces 
and then put me back together, but different. And now I'm taking a long time to integrate it. But this whole month also showed me very clearly that it is more than just a massage. It was never about just a massage, ever. From day one, when I started doing Lomi more than five years ago, it was actually never about the massage. So I thought to myself, like, okay, I want to do a little bit of an extended podcast episode about it. I already mentioned quite a lot about what Lomi is for me and what it taught me. I think it's the it was the first, very, very first episode of Touchful Podcast. But then I thought to myself, okay, after after June, when it was just like, you know, Lomi was running through my veins day and night, it was such an intense, intense month. I thought to myself, like, okay, I want to elaborate on that. I want to show a little bit more of what it exactly means that it it is more than a massage to me. And then I thought to myself that, hey, it is actually something that I hear from my clients very often, very often. People come to me and it is quite often their first ever Lomi Lomi experience. So before, um, you know, before I started doing Lomi in Iceland, it was, it was kind of like almost non-existent. I think that there were some practitioners, but I couldn't find them. I couldn't find anybody who would offer this. Mm. And now after five years, it's me, it's a couple of my students who practice Lomi here. So it slowly starts to be more and more present in uh, in Iceland. But still, many people who come to me, it's their first Lomi Lomi experience. Or like the other day, it was, I think, the day before yesterday when I had a client and it was her first massage ever of any sort of massage and this is also very exciting to get these type of these types of clients anyhow so people come and they don't know what to expect they some of them never heard about Lomi some of them they heard something and they heard that it's amazing so they wanted to try it and then they get a session and I very often hear after the session from those people that wow it was it was something different it was more than just a massage it was more than I would ever expect from a massage. And these words, they always make me curious about, you know, what is there for you that feels like more than a massage? Because for me, from the perspective of a practitioner, there is so much in Lomi that is not about the massage at all. It sometimes feels like the massage is almost accidental to everything that happens around it, under it. So then I got this idea like, okay, I'm gonna actually ask my clients, ask my clients, ask my Lomi friends as well, what what do they mean when they say that it is more than just a massage? So I sent a newsletter and if you are not subscribed to my newsletter, I really, 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 really strongly invite you, encourage you to become a subscriber because there are some things that I share only through the newsletter, especially since I'm much less present on social media since the beginning of the year, um, then the newsletter is my first go-to thing when I want to communicate with uh, with my clients. And then I am a little bit on Facebook as well still, but, um, but newsletter and blog are my priorities right now. So uh, I'm going to leave a link to the newsletter um, subscription 
and you can just join the family and get uh, all kinds of updates like the one that I sent a couple of days ago when I uh, when I asked my subscribers many of them are my clients but uh, not all of them so I asked my subscribers like if you ever had Lomi and you thought to yourself that it's more than just a massage then can you please share a little bit just a couple of sentences of what it means to you what 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 exactly you mean when you think to yourself on when or when you shared it with me that it's more than a massage and i also shared this question on my facebook fan page and i got a couple of replies that i would like to share with you because they would be a great um starting point into a discussion of what exactly is lomi for me so I want to share it through the eyes of my clients um, and use their responses to elaborate a little bit on what exactly is this Hawaiian healing, why it feels so special, why so many people are so surprised or they cannot find words and why so many people say that it's more than just a massage. So I have these replies somewhere here. Yes, I put them in a in one neat file there are not many of them but i still feel that it will be enough to mm, to dive into this perspective of more than a massage so uh here's the first one oh, i was a facebook uh, that was a facebook comment and the person wrote this is actually very interesting i had many lomi massages and always thought that it's more than a massage and your question what what is this more got me thinking about what massage means that seems to be the clue in my case when i received massage other than lomi and it was supposed to help me with my back pain such massage was always painful and helped only a little for a short time lomi was not painful and helped me more and for longer that's the end of quote and i know this person uh, I know this person personally. <laughs> Most Lomi that she received uh, were the Lomi that she got from me. So I know her um, her story with the back pain. And I am super happy that one of the first things that appears here is that um, this physical aspect of Lomi. Because I want to address the physical. I don't want to I don't want to immediately jump into these like, you know, super duper spiritual experiences, which are also super valid and some people shared about them as well. And I wanna share about my perspective. But I'm actually really happy that we can start with the physical because it is a physical experience after all. And actually for some people, for some of the practitioners that I know, for some people that receive Lomi that I know, this physical experience is the most important one. And, um, and it's okay that, they, that some people focus so much on this um, physiotherapeutic almost and physical experience of Lomi. But still, I believe that even, if the, even in, in this physical layer, there is so much more than just working with the muscles. Like this person shared here that um, the other massages that she got for her back pain, they were always painful and helped only a little for a short time. Lomi was not painful and helped for more and for longer. And this is something that I absolutely adore about this practice, that one of the first premises that we learn when we, we practitioners, when we start the Lomi path, one of the first things that I teach when I get new 
people who want to learn this is that no pain no pain on a bench no pain for the client we don't need to give pain to the person in order to help them i know that there are many massages that feel quite painful and i'm okay with that it's just what it is this is this type of healing modality and i know that they help many people so i have nothing against them it's just i don't want to experience them on myself i really don't want to experience more pain my 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 do i want to use word goal yeah my my goal my intention as a practitioner when you come to me and you come with pain is that i want to help this pain to disappear i want to help this pain to go away not to give even more pain to you in a hope that it's going to help in the future so um there are some people who come to me and they are so surprised after the session of Lomi that it felt so deep on a physical level, like really going deep into deep layers of muscles, going deep into the bones, into the joints, really opening up the physical body on really, really deep levels. And at the same time, that it was really not painful, that it was just not painful experience. And to many people, it is a surprise. And this is what makes them feel that, wow, this is kind of like a massage, but kind of not. I mean, how it is possible that I felt so just gentle and soft and fluffy for the whole time. And at the same time, when I finish the session and when I, you know, get get up the massage bench that I feel that I'm really, really thoroughly massaged. And, and, and how is that even possible? And it must be some magic and more than just a massage. Mm. And, and to me, as a practitioner, it's really one of my educational goals on this path to educate people that the massage doesn't need to be painful for it to be efficient for it to work, for it to reach deep layers of the muscles. That Lomi has these qualities of deep tissue massage. At least the Lomi, how I practice, how I learned it and how I teach it. Because again, remember that there are different lineages, there are different approaches to Lomi, there are different practitioners, there are different ways of doing this massage. But the way I practice it, the way I learned it and the way I teach it is that it is physically a deep experience that at the same time is not about bringing pain, but actually about taking pain away. So, yes, I feel that uh, it's a big, big, big part of Lomi feeling really special. That sometimes a feeling of discomfort happens or appears. And now this is also how I introduce my clients to Lomi. I explain to them that it should never be painful. You should never feel this kind of pain that makes you feel like you want to shrink and hold your breath. This is not Lomi. Sometimes a feeling of slight discomfort might appear when I do a little bit of a deeper stretch, when I do a deep rotation of a joint and I'm really slowly checking what are your boundaries and kind of like checking your borders and touching your borders sometimes the feeling of discomfort may appear just like when you do yoga and sometimes you go into a little bit of a deeper stretch it's this kind of feeling that okay i feel something that is slightly discomfort discomfortable is that a word 
but it's not pain. And I feel that also part of me being Kalomi practitioner is educating my clients and my students about the difference between pain and discomfort and that we really don't want to take people into pain. I sometimes joke, it's kind of half joke, but it's actually true. I tell my clients that there are no extra points in life for suffering. They really aren't. I mean, if they were, I would be probably a champion. I would be, you know, off the charts. But there aren't extra points in life for suffering. Either physical suffering, emotional, mental, spiritual suffering. No. So it is also a reminder for you. I, I tell this to my clients before the sessions, but I also want to remind you through this podcast episode that if something feels painful, if something feels like a deep discomfort, please let your massage practitioner know about it. Regardless of what kind of a massage modality it is, that if something feels unbearable, if something brings you really big discomfort, let them know so they can address it somehow. And if you are my client and if you come to my sessions, then I always encourage you as you know, to just let me know about whatever. If you need a toilet break, if you need water, if you need, if something feels like too much, if you're too hot, too cold, whatever. Just um, take responsibility for your own comfort and let me know uh, because there are no extra points in life for suffering. Okay, that was a small side topic, but I feel it was a, it was a, it was a useful one. Um, I want to share with you the, the, the next um, answer that I got from my client and he wrote that I've tried three different massages Swedish classical and yours Lomi Lomi and it is so true what you say about Lomi being something more than just a massage even though it could be a personal experience to me Lomi takes me somewhere else I rejuvenate my thoughts are clearer clearer I feel more I feel more, which is very important, and my body is relaxed after Lomi Lomi. The cacao and breathing before is very important to prepare for the massage for me. And what makes your Lomi special is your presence, the relaxed atmosphere, and of course the marvelous touch that makes massage different or, in my opinion, the best. I absolutely love those two hours with your Lomi Lomi. Um, um, I feel like I got, end of quote, I feel like I got a, you know, um, a personal <laughs> review. Uh, so I'm super grateful for, for this sharing. And there are a couple of things in this, um, in this um, answer that I would like to point out to. That first of all, this person writes that Lomi is something more, just a, more than just a massage, even though it could be a personal experience. And I absolutely agree that it is a very personal experience. So if you experienced Lomi, if you had Lomi in your life, either with me or with anybody else, and you actually kind of like cannot relate to this more than just a massage vibe, if for you it was just a very nice, relaxing, deep massage and nothing more, I want to let you know that it's absolutely fine and it's, you know, nothing wrong with you or nothing like this. Just to some people, it is a very nice massage, a very nice physical experience, relaxing, rejuvenating. And to some people, it is something more. And it's very, very, very personal of what this more actually is. And like this person is sharing, he wrote that Lummi takes him somewhere else. And it's something that I hear quite often from my clients. 
And it's something that I can relate myself when I think about the lomis that I received, those lomis that felt like more than just a massage, because I received hundreds of lomi in my life. Some of them were just a very, very nice massage, again, a personal experience. And some of them were so much more in terms of being a really deep, big journey, just taking me somewhere else, somewhere else to a place where I can totally rest on every level of my being. And again, like this person shared here, that my thoughts are clearer, I feel more. And I want to stop here on this, on this part that I feel more, because Right now, in this very moment, we are touching the essence of what Lomi is for me, for Magdalena, for me as a practitioner. That to me, it is an opportunity to feel more. So when I invite you for Lomi, when you come for a Lomi session to me, again, this is my personal experience as a practitioner. When you talk to a different Lomi practitioner, they might have a completely different view of what Lomi is to them. But to me, when you come for a session of Lomi, from the moment you come to my studio, from the moment you enter the place, everything that happens is an opportunity to feel for you, it's an opportunity to feel you on every level, on the physical level, which even starts before the massage, especially if we have a session of cacao together. So for those of you who are completely unfamiliar with this whole cacao thing, I just want to give you a short explanation that what I do sometimes for some clients who want it is that I serve a cup of pure natural, sometimes it's called ceremonial cacao, which really helps for the physical relaxation and calming the mind and kind of getting better access to your emotions. And then we have a little bit of a breath work together and a little cacao ceremony together. So regardless if it's with cacao or without, everything that happens is an invitation for you to feel, to tap into this super deep, ancient wisdom of your body, of just feeling, connecting to the feeling, not thinking that you are feeling, but actually really feeling. So this is my invitation. Sometimes I verbally explain it to my clients, but very often not, because I know that this is going to happen anyhow, an opportunity for you to feel, to feel yourself to feel yourself through the touch, to feel yourself through the breath, to feel yourself through the music, to feel yourself through the moments of silence, to feel yourself through cacao, if we drink cacao together, to feel yourself through all the emotions that come up, all the images, the thoughts, the memories, uh, colors, sensations, everything. It's an opportunity for you to feel, to feel yourself. And for me as a practitioner, it is also an opportunity to feel me, so you are in your own feeling and I am in my own feeling. Every session that I share with a person, every session that I, I hesitate to use this word, but okay, every session that I give is an opportunity for me to feel myself more, to feel my own body, to feel my breath, to feel all kinds of emotions that also arise in me when I massage you, to feel my thoughts, not to think my thoughts, but to feel my thoughts as a part of me, as a part of my system circulating in me, to feel the moments of 
deep stillness and deep connection that I feel within me, to feel all the subtle sensations that come from my body when I massage. And it's a journey, it's a... I don't even know if I'm finding right words to express it, how important it is for me and how core experience it is for me and how it also has been changing for me over these years of practicing Lomi. Over these years, I was using different words to talk about Lomi, to share my experience of of, of receiving Lomi and practicing Lomi. And I feel that all this was actually just kind of narrowed down to, to this, that this is an opportunity to feel, to feel more alive, to feel more connected, more connected to yourself. Some people call it being connected to the higher self, being connected to the source. Some people say it sim- call it simply being more connected to the body. I had this client the other day and she stood up after the session of Lomi And she just looked around, she took a sip of water and she asked me, is it actually possible that I just feel more of everything? That I see colors more clearly and I hear sounds better and the taste of water is like nothing before and I feel my body like I've never felt it before? Is it actually possible? And I was like, yes, yes, welcome home. (laughs) Welcome in yourself when you can feel yourself through everything, that you can really feel how plugged you are into this world, into everything, how you are woven into the tapestry of the world, how you are part of it. Once you are not out there in your thoughts, feeling separated, but you tap into this feeling of connection, that's the essence of it. That's the... That's the... The sense for me personally, the sense of ever doing this practice. And I want to let you know, if you are a receiver, I want to let you know that for me as a giver, it has exactly the same effect. It's sort of, at some point of this practice, it sort of doesn't matter if you give it or receive it, the effects are the same. That I very often, during the session of Lomi that I give and after the session, I feel so much plugged into the now, into me, into feeling myself, into knowing myself better. But just just to be clear, it's not this knowing from the perspective of the little mind, but kind of this like knowing myself through my bones. It almost feels like this. So I am so glad that this part appeared that this like feeling myself more as a very important part of Lomi. And that is actually why people say that they are so relaxed after the session of Lomi. Because I I have a feeling that relaxation is a very underestimated f- state, underestimated feeling. That it's kind of like relaxing massages are sometimes sort of, mm, how to say it, you know, not as much cherished as those therapeutic healing sports massages or whatever that really work deeply on your muscles. And and Lomi is both. It is a deep tissue massage that works deeply on your muscles, but it has this huge relaxation component. And I feel that it's such an underrated feeling that we forget actually that relaxation is the highest form of wisdom. 
is the highest form of wisdom. If you are able to completely relax, just just try to imagine this, that your body is soft. There are no extra tensions in your body where they shouldn't be. Your body doesn't store any extra tensions. It is completely relaxed, just using exactly these muscles that need to be used at this moment. Your mind is completely relaxed, which means that there are no excessive thoughts that shouldn't be there. There are no spinning thoughts. Your emotional layer of your being is relaxed, which means that you don't have ruminating emotions. They just flow through you and out of you as they come and go like a natural wave. And your spiritual self feels completely relaxed, safe, connected to the world and to the tapestry of the world. I don't know how it sounds to you, but to me it sounds like enlightenment. So in that sense, I really believe that relaxation is... First of all, it's our true nature, the true nature of a human to be deeply connected, deeply relaxed within yourself, and that is the highest form of wisdom. And if people can tap into this, even for a moment, or even just to a little bit of that feeling through Lomi, tap into this deep relaxation, deep rejuvenation, deep wisdom of I'm not holding any tensions anywhere when it's not needed, but I just allow life to flow through me, then it's, it's, it's everything. To me, it's everything. And when I, as a practitioner, when I give Lomi, when I offer Lomi, when I can tap into this feeling that when I give Lomi that my body is relaxed and I don't store extra tensions and I don't use any extra muscles that I don't need to use, that my mind is completely softened, that my heart and my emotions are relaxed and my soul is in deep state of relaxation. These are the most wholesome and healing sessions also for myself as a practitioner. I quite often hear from my clients, especially those who come for the first time, they ask me after the session of Lomi, like, wow, aren't you tired? I mean, it was almost two hours of this really constant massage, constant movement, a lot happening. Aren't you tired? You must be exhausted. And I'm like, no, that wouldn't make any sense. That wouldn't make any sense to do Lomi if it was tiring for me. Because I want you to understand that this is not a massage for me, what I give. Every Lomi that I give is my personal journey. When I learn so much about my own tensions, my own relaxations, my own emotional patterns, my own thought patterns, uh, it's, a, it's always a journey for me as well. And it only makes sense for me to feel better after this session than before. So... Um, yeah, there are, there are some sessions that I end up like feeling, for example, really hungry <laughs> or really thirsty. But my main intention is that every Lomi that I give, I want it, I want also want to receive a lot from it. I want to receive healing. I want to receive relaxation because it is not a job to me. It is my life path. It is a way of living life without straining myself into giving, 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 giving. I receive a lot from every Lomi that I, and now I do air quote, that I give. I kind of really don't like this word of that I give Lomi. 
What would be the other way to say? That I do lomi. Yeah, I, I do lomi or practice lomi. I don't give anything to anybody. But I also receive a lot from every session that I do. Okay, let's move on. The next answer that I received, it's a very interesting one for me because I received it from a um, person who is neither my client nor my student, but we are somehow in touch through the Facebook group um, and through the newsletter. So he received a newsletter from me and he replied and he shared his experience of his first Lomi Lomi training. So the perspective that I'm sharing now is a perspective of a Lomi Lomi practitioner and his experience of Lomi being more than just a massage on the Lomi training that he took. Um, this uh, uh, reply is in Polish, so I'm going to just read it and uh, translating it on the spot. So he starts with a very interesting observation, which I think some of body workers and some, some of massage therapists, if you listen to me, maybe you can relate. Because this person writes that it was really hard for me to receive massage, to open up, to really feel it. I was rather um, trying to judge it than to experience it. I was trying to take a lot with my mind from the massage. So later when I give it, I would understand what was going on. And and the result was that just like nothing was happening. So only when I stopped focusing so much on the technique of the person who was giving me massage and I completely surrendered, then the miracles started to happen. And the touch itself, the energy and the aloha that I received during the massage, the result was emerging or... Um, deeper understanding of some deep emotions, fears that I stored deep inside me so deeply that I didn't even know that they existed there. So it felt like a session with a psychotherapist and at the same time really deeply feeling safe and loved. End of, end of quote. I hope that I did this... Um, this message, this insight, this quote, justice, because I was translating in on the spot, like I said. And it's so much happening in this sharing. I'm so grateful for this person and for his message, because it's so much going on here and so many things that I can relate with this Lomi being more than just a massage. So let's start from the beginning. Something that I, as a massage teacher, oh my God, I can so much relate that sometimes when I receive massage, it's so easy for me to get fixated on the technique, on what this person is doing, and and it somehow feels like I'm actually robbing myself of the experience of really receiving. Because receiving is... It is not... A, in, in the way I feel it, in my opinion, it is actually not a passive act. It is some kind of like an action that you take and it's this action of putting the mind aside and completely tapping into the experience but it's sort of yes it happens on a way and a lomi is designed in this really really beautiful way that helps you to tap into receiving and into just feeling and being super receptive and very open like all the techniques and the breath work and the rhythm of Lomi, it's really designed to help you with that. But still, 
I remember some Lomis that I, air quote, received without actually really receiving them because I was so much in my head, not even in my mind or anything like it was kind of like so much trying to analyze what this person is doing on me. And it's a different thing if it's a massage training and I uh, get a Lomi from my student and then I'm giving them feedback about their depth of the of the touch or technique or anything like this, then it's a different story. But st- sometimes, I have to admit this, sometimes it's really hard for me to turn off this mode and really turn on the mode of receiving when I don't need to be a, te- be a teacher and give anybody feedback, when I can just go for a session of Lomi or any other massage and just really, truly, deeply open up and enjoy it and receive it without trying to make much sense of it. This is also another super interesting thing that this person is pointing out that um, when you try to understand Lomi with your mind and to extract anything from Lomi with your mind, it's not gonna work. Doesn't matter if you are a practitioner and you wanna understand Lomi with your mind, or if you are a receiver receiving Lomi and you want to extract something from Lomi with your mind, it's just simply never gonna work. Simply because there is literally nothing in this massage (laughs) that is for your mind. I mean, your mind and your thoughts they get a nice massage. But it's nothing for for your mind to try to understand, extract, um, analyze or put into boxes that this experience is designed to really go beyond the mind. That Lomi is not for the mind. That yes, your mind is part of you, so your mind gets a massage, like I said, and your thoughts are being massaged. But this whole process of it, if you try to make sense out of it, you're not going to find a sense there in this um, sense understood as, as something that the mind can understand and analyze and put into boxes. There is no such sense in this practice, so you're not going to find it there. Yes, if you are my student and we break down the techniques and I explain to you why this movement is like this, then it is kind of like a little bit of this mind analysis. But we only do it for a moment just to feed the mind so later the mind can just shut up and let the body do the work and let your feeling do the work. And if you are a receiver of Lomi and if you... um, if you tap into this feeling that it's more than just a massage, that is something that is just beyond the mind. Because, again, I'm going to repeat it, there is really nothing for your mind in this massage to understand. So, yes, your mind is invited into Lomi as a part of you, but really, by no means, your mind should be the the driver, sitting, you know, on the front seat. Neither neither in Lomi nor in life, really. I, my personal belief is that mind is not the best thing to put on the driver's seat in your life in general. Mind is a super useful tool that, you know, I use it a lot when I, I don't know, do my invoices or calculate my taxes or whatever, do a monthly budget or I try to... Um, plan something that requires the mind, then it's a very useful tool. But 
don't put it on the driver's seat of your life. And don't put it on the driver's seat in Lomi, nor in any massage. Because then you are robbing yourself of the experience of really feeling you, meeting you. Something that I shared before, a couple of minutes before, with a, with a previous, um, previous client of mine who was sharing how Lomi for him is about feeling himself more. Mm. And then the other... The other thing that this person shared about uh, uh, about uh, the training that he took and how it was much more than just a massage and it's super important what he shared here that the touch, the energy and the aloha that he received during the massage the result of it was that something that was unconscious some patterns, some... Um, yeah, patterns of behavior, that's a good way to put it. Uh, some hidden emotions, some fears so deep that he was not even aware of them, that these things come to the surface. And this is, again, one of the most brilliant things that I love about Lomi. And now I can hear my mind actually speaking. I'm gonna give you a meta level. My mind is speaking like, yeah, but I want to understand how it's possible that all these hidden fears and emotions and life patterns that they come to the surface. I want to understand. And it's this moment when I need to remind myself and remind my mind that there are some things that are just simply beyond the mind. And it's okay Really, the mind doesn't need to understand everything. So maybe you as a receiver, I wonder, uh, maybe you as a receiver have these experiences, either with Lomi or with any other type of bodywork. It, it also can happen. Like to me, the first time it happened was in yoga. And actually practicing yoga, I also shared it in one of the episodes. Practicing yoga was the first moment of me, like first deep contact with the bodywork when something happens that is that the mind cannot comprehend and i still remember that it was you know gazillion years ago really in a different life it feels like it was so long time ago when i was <clears throat> really intensely practicing ashtanga yoga and then after one of the sessions i was just lying on a mat in shavasana and just crying crying my eyes out feeling all kinds of emotions and all kinds of my thought patterns and my patterns of life that I keep repeating and repeating that they were just rising up to the surface and then later when I started practicing Lomi and receiving Lomi I had these experiences and these thoughts many times as well sometimes on the massage bench sometimes off the massage bench in different moments of a Lomi training for example that I feel that my life patterns something that just keeps me so tight in a box starts to be so visible for me that I have it right in front of my face and I just cannot pretend that it's not there anymore the last intense experience that i had like this was on that lomi training in switzerland that i mentioned at the beginning of this episode that i took when i was learning lomi and learning lomi is never about lomi it's never about that you need to learn a couple of strokes and you are done it's really about digging deep into yourself and learning a lot about yourself and all kinds of interactions that you have with world 
because the way you do Lomi, the way you are on the massage bench, it's not going to be tremendously different than what you are in life in general. So I remember on the training in Switzerland a couple of weeks ago, so it's still very fresh memory, what I had constantly in front of my face was this deep fear of not being wanted, of not being liked, of not being um, appreciated. And that was mine. That's my life pattern that I'm very aware of. But what happens in Lomi, especially in the context of a training, when you are deeply emerged for many days in this energy, but sometimes it also happens on a massage bench when you receive Lomi and you are emerged in this energy for a couple of hours, is that you suddenly become aware of something that has been hidden deeply in you, sometimes so deeply that you were not even aware of it. And suddenly it emerges. To me, it really feels like it's sort of coming to the surface from the depth of the ocean of my own being, coming to the surface so I can finally see it. I can bring it closer. I can see it and I can release it. That's how it feels. I shared a lot about this principle in uh, one of the episodes. I think it was about fears. When something that is deeply hidden, a deep fear, we put it on a table, we put it in full light, we see it as it is without trying to pretend that it's something different. And very often this itself is enough for it to dissolve and to disappear. And this person, again, I'm going to come back to the to the sharing part. This person, he wrote an interesting thing that this experience for him, confronting with these fears and hidden emotions and releasing these emotions, it was like a, like a psychotherapy session where you really feel deeply safe and deeply loved. And I really like the fact that uh, this therapy slash like psychotherapy element also is going to appear in this episode through the words of this person. So I sometimes call Lomi psychotherapy through the body because it's a different way of tapping into your patterns, your emotions, your thoughts, your core beliefs that determine your life and they are central to your life and everything in your life revolves around it. And I want to be absolutely clear as a former psychologist, so those of you who don't know, I want to remind you or tell you for the first time that I used to be a psychologist and uh, not a psychotherapist, but a psychologist. And I have a huge, huge, huge reverence and respect for psychotherapy. And I myself was in psychotherapy for over one year, I think, a couple of years ago of my life. And it tremendously helped me. So I have huge respect for that work and huge reverence. And I think it's extremely, extremely needed, this psychotherapy understood in a traditional sense when you have an individual session, which is a lot about talking and sometimes also about some elements of body work. So I don't want to say that Lomi and psychotherapy are the same thing because they are absolutely not. But Lomi has this huge therapeutic component as well. And I know some clients of mine who use Lomi as a support for the process of psychotherapy that they are in. I know some amazing psychotherapists who actually recommend their clients to 
receive some sort of bodywork, this holistic therapeutic bodywork like Lomi to support the process of psychotherapy. Because after all, what I do, I call it therapeutic Lomi Lomi massage. It has this therapeutic component into it, this component of you being safe, being in a safe, loving, caring container where you have an opportunity to really look into yourself, skipping all the bullshit, not faking, putting down all the masks, leaving your armor on the floor and just being there in vulnerability and looking into yourself, looking into all the stories that you carry with you, into all the emotions, thought patterns, into your belief systems, into the stories, into memories, all kinds of sensations that arise. This might happen on a session of Lomi. Especially if, like this client, this person shared that it's about touch and the energy and the aloha. So aloha is the central component of everything Hawaiian, is the central component of Lomi. It's the, the easiest way for me is to use the word love, but it's actually more than love. Just like Lomi is more than just a massage, that just in the same way the concept of aloha, it's more than just love. It's this sort of, of a universal feeling of belonging, love, of being wanted, of being in a right way, in a right place. That is the core energy that Lomi works, that works through Lomi, that without Aloha, without this core concept, Lomi is then just a lot of pressing and rubbing and kneading and nothing more than that. But with this concept of Aloha, of this deep respect, deep reverence, deep love, this deep um, connection, Lomi becomes a miracle. And I've seen miracles on the bench and I experienced them myself a lot when I received Lomi in, or in, in the training context or outside the training context. When sometimes one session of Lomi was resolving so like issues in me that were like so deeply hidden that I had even no idea that they were there and that they existed. And again, I want to remind you that it doesn't mean that Lomi is always like this or it can be a miraculous healing that can replace psychotherapy or psychiatric consultation. Absolutely not. But I want to address this part of Lomi as well because stories like this happen. They are not everyday stories, but they are also not super rare. And my favorite way is actually to combine both. So if I have clients with a history of depression or anxiety and they get um, specialized help for that, a psychiatric help or psychotherapeutic help, um, and they also get uh, this therapeutic help through Lomi, then it really can work miracles. Okay, we need to move because this podcast is already one hour and it's still a little bit more that I want to share. Um, mm, a beautiful story that my friend shared with me. It was completely unexpected. So she saw this, uh, I think she saw a post on Facebook when I asked people to share 
how long it was more than just a massage for them. And she shared her story with me and it was completely unexpected to me and a really huge surprise because um, she shared the story of a Lomi that she received two years ago from me. And she still remembers it and it was the only Lomi that she received and she still has a memory of it and how deep of an experience it was for her. So that was um, a huge thing for me also to receive her story and I want to share a little bit about uh, about what she wrote. So first of all she said that um, she wrote I remember you asking about my intentions, I remember your song at the beginning, I remember the music in the background which was not just a random playlist, I remember all this and all this felt made me feel that I am not just on a massage but that I was invited to a journey or some kind of a story that I am a part of. And for me, that story turned out to be at that time um, both about the sadness and also about the deep connection with nature, of me being a part of nature, of me being built of the same thing as nature. And me feeling that if nature has a certain wisdom, then me... I also have this wisdom and if nature has seasons and things die and are being reborn, it's the same with me. I felt extremely safe, I felt extremely taken care of by mother nature and even though this fantastic feeling didn't stay with me forever, then their memory of this feeling, it did stay with me forever. My body remembers that it is like this and that I can feel like this. End of quote. Mm. And I, I, I just somehow felt such a deep... Uh, I was so, deep, so deeply moved by that story. Again, there are so many things going on here. And one of the things that I want to address that makes me feel that Lomi is more than a massage is that this person shared, uh, wrote that that fantastic feeling, that feeling of being connected, being part of nature and having a part of this wisdom in me, that this fantastic feeling didn't stay with me forever, but the memory of this feeling, it stayed with me forever. My body remembers that it can feel like this. And I absolutely love this part of, of this story because it reminds me of... Um, like some time ago, a couple of years ago, I was trying to find my own definition of what a massage is. And one of the definitions that I came came up with that I still love so much to this day is that Lomi Lomi massage is the process of giving your body, giving yourself new memories. Lomi Lomi massage, Lomi Lomi therapy is the process of giving your body and yourself new memories. And I very often feel like this, both for me as a giver, it feels like I, as a giver, give myself new ways of being with people, new ways of being in the world, new ways of connecting deeply to myself and new memories of how I can feel so deeply in my truth that it's almost unbelievable. And at the same time, it is... For the receiver, for the person who receives Lomi, it is like giving them new memories. So for some of my clients, the Lomi that they received, 
it was the first time ever where they could feel like this, whatever this was for them at that time. And this feeling is not going to stay with you forever. I'm not going to, you know, promise you things that are unrealistic. Uh, very often the feeling that you get in Lomi, it stays with you for days. It even stays for a couple of weeks, but it's not going to stay with you forever. But the memory of this is going to stay with you forever. Your body literally has a new memory in the cells of the body something that is there forever i don't know if you heard this idea that the body remembers everything everything that we go through it is not stored somewhere you know on google cloud but it is stored in the cells of your body that your body has a memory and every beautiful, positive, wholesome healing experience, and if Lomi was this experience for you, then awesome, then this is also a new memory that you give to your body. I remember one of my clients, he moved me to tears almost when he shared with me that since he has been coming to my Lomi, he comes approximately once a month, that the massage bench, it became his happy place. So each time he feels down or stressed or too much in his head or too much out there he comes back to the memory of lying down on a massage bench after the session of Lomi and the feeling that he has then he connects to the memory that his body is storing in the cells after all these Lomi sessions that he received and that is the moment when I'm like wow it really is more than just a massage. It is something that literally changes the way you function. And like this friend of mine who shared her experience, it was two years ago, two freaking years ago. And it's something that she still, remember, and still remembers. And it's something that kind of permanently changed the way she thinks about herself and about the world. And in moments like this, with this friend sharing the story, with the client sharing the story of the massage bench being his happy place, with the other client, multiple clients actually coming to me and saying, you know, since I come to Lomi with you, I breathe differently. Since I come to Lomi with you, I interact with my children differently. Since I come to Lomi, since I've been receiving Lomi, I am a different employer. I am a different person to, to, to the people at work. With all these stories, I'm like, wow, shit. This is really more than just a massage. This is a healing modality beyond the mind with the potential of really, really, really changing our lives. Um, I have a couple of more stories and I so much wanted to share all of them, but I feel like this podcast is getting so long. Uh, here's another message from a dear friend of mine, a student of mine and a wonderful practitioner of Lomi. He shared a couple of sentences that last time I felt like, and last time I want to say that it was not with me. We have uh, many other fantastic Lomi practitioners in Iceland now. So he wrote, last time I felt like my soul was being caressed, loved and cuddled. All aspects of my being felt seen and heard and held and loved. I was able to go, let go and could sense the past and the future melt away and as my mind drifted 
in the here and now. For long periods, I was semi-conscious, resting on a verge of dreaming. My emotions were calmed, my mind felt rested, my heart felt full of love and my spirit was soaring. For days, I could hear my soul sing with joy and dancing to the beat of my heart song. I really like this poetic um, expression. End of quote. And what I love about this story and this sharing is that it's a huge reminder that the practice of Lomi is something that takes you out from there and then and it brings you into here and now, into what is now in this. Because this moment is the only moment that exists, I wanted to remind you. And this moment is what you have. The quality of this moment is the quality of your life. And it's so easy for some of us, myself included, I'm the first one, I raise the hand. It's so easy for me to just jump into the future and to start worrying about the future, about so many things, and to jump into the conclusion that my life is actually quite miserable, while in fact, in this moment, all is good. I am alive. My heart is beating, I'm breathing, I'm experiencing this and that. And this moment is all I have. And this moment is the quality of my life. But in order to be able to tap into this, I first need to notice this moment. And to me, practicing Lomi so much helps with noticing this moment and the quality of myself in this moment. And it's the invitation that I have. I held an open invitation for my clients, for the receivers of Lomi. Take it as an opportunity to be in this moment, in this, remembering that this is all that you have right now. So you can just as well completely melt away in this, and then in this, and then in this moment, and in this moment. And to me, um, practicing Lomi, it helped me to receive life in such way. When I practice Lomi, it's moment by moment. It's not that I have a fixed plan for the whole session. Yes, a Lomi has a certain framework. And within this framework, there is a great unknown that is happening. So it's moment by moment, breath by breath, moment by moment, feeling by feeling, And for me personally, as a practitioner, as a giver, as a doer, I don't want to use the word giver, it helps me, it has helped me over the years to live my life more like this, more in this quality of moment by moment, breath by breath. And it doesn't mean being, you know, a bluebird and careless and just, you know, running through the meadows with my hair, you know, in the wind. Though sometimes it does mean that. But it means of really not, like I said, like I already said in this podcast, not putting my mind in the driver's seat, but putting the unknown of this moment, the, the mystery of this moment, the, the great magic, the ordinary magic of this moment, putting this in a driver's seat. That's how it feels. I think it, this, 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 this moment deserves a, a deeper breath.
there are still a couple of stories that I haven't shared. Um, but when I read them now, they are like all so beautiful and all so special. And at the same time, all kind of revolving around this, that it was so much more when I, like now I look at the story when a person is sharing that, um, that I received so much care and so much attention around myself that it was actually hard for me to take it and then I started crying and it was a very cleansing crying I've never ever experienced anything like this such an unblocking of emotions mm. and I can absolutely relate to what this person is sharing I had a beautiful lomi that I did uh, to a friend back in Poland when I was the first time I massaged her and it was a lot of crying on her side and a lot of emotional release. And later she shared with me that never before in her life she felt so much love and so much care and so much attention being given to her. And it was almost unbearable. And in that sense, Lomi can be an extremely therapeutic experience. I want to remind you, in case you don't remember, that I don't give you anything. I don't give anything to anybody in Lomi. It's not me, Magdalena, personally, who gives you love and care and attention and, and everything. Um, it's the... The way this bodywork is designed and the way it works is that you can tap into this, you can tap into the remembrance of this, that you are this, that you are love and you are care and you are wanted and you are needed and then the magic unfolds. And yes, sometimes it can be absolutely unbearable because remember like the other person shared, all your fears, all your personal beliefs or your life patterns of being not wanted, not good enough, not needed, da -da 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 -da, blah, blah, blah. They come to the surface and they can meet all the love and all the care and all the attention, all the truth that is in this moment. And this is the moment when the great unknown happens. This is a moment of true miracle, of true healing deep transformation of something that is way beyond words. So I think I should just stop using words right now <laughs> to try to describe it and just finish this podcast episode here. One hour, 15 minutes. Perfect. Mm. Wow, it was actually so much fun to record this. So much more than I expected. First of all, big, big, big thank you to all the people who shared their stories with me, all the people who replied to the newsletter that I sent asking you for your stories about Lomi being more than, than a massage, all the people who send me messages on uh, Facebook, through my Facebook fan page, all the people who shared their stories. I'm sorry if I didn't share your story in the episode. I did my best. Um, but even if I didn't share it, I read it. I hopefully replied to you in person. Um, and thank you for you. Thank you for uh, co-creating this episode with me. It was so much fun. Actually, I want to have more episodes like this when when I invite you to, to co-create because it's, um, 
I don't know, it just gives a little bit of a different flavor for me to record this. And I'm gonna like do a little bit of a loop or a big loop actually, coming back to what I shared at the very beginning of, of this episode, how motivation comes from action, not the other way around. And like when I was starting this episode, I really felt, you know, like here and there and everywhere and sort of like not actually being sure of how this episode will be and what I want to share. And now, a little bit more than one hour later, I feel super grounded, centered, with a huge smile on my face and so much motivation to keep going with, with these episodes because they give me so much joy. And this episode in particular, it was such a wonderful reminder for me, for me personally as Magdalena, of what it actually means that for me it is more than just a massage, it is more than just my job, it is actually a way of living my life day by day to the point that Elomi is not about massage for me anymore, that if something happens to to me in my life and I cannot do massages anymore, I cannot do the physical part of Lomi anymore, then it still will be my life path because it's not about the pressing and rubbing and kneading and the rotations and stretches and so on. They are fun, they are a huge part of this, but it's so much more than this. It's this, like I said, it's this way of living your life moment by moment. It's the way of how you connect with people, with yourself, with your body, with your breath, with your thoughts. It's who is on the driver's seat of your life. That's what this path is for me. And I hope I managed to um, help you a little bit to understand um, the magic, the magic of this work. Um, If you liked this episode, let me know. Let me know, okay? Send me a message. You have my email in the in the description of this episode. You have the link to the newsletter in the description of this episode, so please join the newsletter if you haven't. If you like what I do, um, and if you want to support me with a small sum of money, then I actually, um, I'm going to leave you a link to um, buy me a coffee, um, if you want to say thank you with um, with, uh, the small amount of money for one coffee cup, then you are very welcome to do that. Uh, but most of all, whatever you feel like sharing after this episode, just drop me a line. I will reply. It sometimes takes me weeks or even months to reply, but I really do reply. If you like this episode, share it with people who think might be interested in listening to it. Um, send them the link. And thank you for you. Thank you for sticking with me for almost one hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> um That was fun. That was really fun and joy. Aloha. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.